five mid mornings catch up. What's up? It's me, Stephanie B, and I'm here with the Saxby twins. And before we get into the nitty gritty of you trying to teach me how to cricket, uh, as I've coined it, I do have a few follow-up questions. I see you're wearing your Marty's sports cricket top, and I know I'm. We're standing in the St Benedict's like what is this action cricket yeah. sort of gymnasium room, and I can see your name on all of the boards. You know those boards when you walk into those old schools and you've got all the famous people's names on there, and you're like, wow. Wow, these people did some impressive things. I just see Saxby, Saxby, Saxby all over the place. So y'all were basically born into cricket. Where did the love of cricket actually come from? Is this something that like your dad was super into? Uh, how did you know that cricket was the sport that you wanted to do? Uh, I definitely say it's something that runs in the family. Okay, runs in the family. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say we've had any great crickets growing up and stuff. Oh, shame. But um, our grandfather and our father were big influences in terms of bringing okay. out the cricket passion. And I think... Okay. From a young age, the old house, the first, very first house we used to live in was yeah. a house that just had this massive garden. And my brother and I would spend hours and hours on it. And, okay. and we'd create our own pitch, we'd put our own covers over, we'd absolutely wreck the garden. And <laughs> our dad wouldn't be too happy about that, but we'd play test matches, T20s, ODIs, and that would become our, our mini cricket stadium. And I think that's where the true passion grew from that point. Yeah. And it's nice that there are two of you as well, because like if you were an only child, obviously you're saying you're playing entire T20s, but you could do that with the two of you because one of you is bowler and one of you is batting and yeah. like you kind of just go head to head. So did one of you, or one of you better at one than the other, like the bowling and the batting? Because I know usually cricketers have got like a speciality. Yeah, I'd say Carl was definitely more of the all-rounder, which is okay, a, okay. It's considered both a batsman and a bowler, just okay. to help you out, Steph. Thank you, we'll thank you. That. We'll that. <laughs> I was about, about to ask, I was about to ask. Yeah, myself, I would definitely say I was more of a bowler, uh, okay. more of a batsman. So a batsman, okay. Occasionally bowled, could swing okay. it a bit. It was just a, just a tad slower than me, so you didn't really yeah. quite oh, crack wow. the nod oh, when it came okay, to, to pace bowling. <laughs> I kind of knew where Wade would bowl and stuff every time. Mm. It, was, it was very nice. I mean, growing up and stuff, everything Wade could do, I could do. So mm. okay. when it came to cricket, practice after school, mm. during the day, even in the evenings, we'd take it on. Mm. Um, yeah, something really fortunate that we both were really lucky to have each other. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And then you got to school, so junior school, I'm assuming you also you started your cricket, and then probably cricket coaches started realizing you're actually really good at this thing. Maybe yeah. you should start trying out for provincial and that kind of stuff. Now you're at high school and you do make the provincial team. Uh, how did that come about? How did you know that it wasn't just something that you enjoyed, but it was something that you actually had a natural ability for as well? I think it was just the endless time and it's, yeah. it's cricket's one of those games where you, you fail more than you succeed. Oh, so it's, yeah. you can have like one really good innings and yeah. you can have one really bad innings or okay. a couple bad innings in a row. Mm. So it's just one of those things where we both really developed like a mentally strong mind growing up with it being our passion. Mm. It was always a dream of ours. We aspired to take it to the next level and it's just cricket's one of those games where you fail more than you actually succeed. Mm. And I think it is a game that really taught us from a mental perspective how to go about things and it carries over like into our music and just how to be mentally strong with everything because I mean it's, it's, we learned, it's, learned the hard way a lot of times in terms of having to keep pursuing, keep pursuing and then eventually yeah with it being our passion I mean we put in the hard yards and we practiced every single day to try and get to that, that next level throughout our schooling career. You dedicated a lot of time, a lot of energy. Playing provincial sport is not a small feat, especially when you're in high school. It does take up a lot of time. It takes a lot of of your weekends and your time after school. When did you find time for music and realize that music was also something that you were interested in? And then when did the change happen 
where you were like, ooh, now we're going to throw ourselves into this music thing yeah. and maybe to a certain extent we're not going to be able to throw ourselves into cricket as much. So I think it, it goes back definitely to a moment that we had in Durban when we were on holiday and we sat around a trampoline and we were all singing songs, having a good time with our friends and the one person turned to us and they were like, can you guys sing? And we were like, I mean, we think we can sing. And it was just one of those things we always knew in the back of our mind that we had a decent voice, but we were always a bit like on the fence in terms of do we pursue it, do we like put ourselves out there and, and try to do it. I would say it goes back to the cricket. I mean, we would spend countless hours in the nets trying to enhance our game and stuff, but we'd also go home every single day. And believe it or not, in the evenings, we'd mm. go into this little spare room we used to have in our old house and I'd go and put on Sing King Karaoke, I think it's called. Yes, and oh we would sing till our hearts are completely, oh, well, our lungs are completely it. gone yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And I think that's where we, we kind of built up the whole singing experience and the stuff. The cringy, cringy, cringy YouTube videos. That's how we, we started. We still got them on our phone. And <laughs> yeah. Did you down. private them? No, yes. they, they can't. They, they no, can't. that is, no, re-upload them immediately. <laughs> you no, can't they, erase your internet they, history. No, 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 that's whatever, that's whatever. Grade 10, small it's, little kids. It's inspirational. I guess, I guess. It's inspirational for people to see, look, you know, this is where they started. Yeah. And I think also one of the, the best things about doing anything that you're passionate about is you have to embrace the cringe, like yeah. a little bit. 100%. And to a certain extent, I think when you can laugh at yourself and also be like, yeah, I was cringy and yeah. so like, exactly cool, that. I had to start somewhere, right? I think that's one of the coolest <laughs> things, looking back, you see like yeah, how yeah. far you've come, where you started. And that's also a form of motivation though, like to yeah. look back and see all the progress. And mm. I mean, whether you're huge or whether you're still growing, it's progress is progress. 100%. And I, I think sports uh, teaches that in a very, very good way. And sports culture is try and try and try. It doesn't yeah, matter if you get exactly. knocked down. It doesn't matter if you get injured. It doesn't matter if you're tired or you're sad. You show up. And every time you show up, you have to pretend like nothing else is going on in your life. You learn how to like close everything else out and focus on the immediate task, which is performing well. Yeah, exactly. and I think that point there that you just said comes back to the cricket days and that's mm. like infused in our mentalities of that not and giving up. Now onto music. You've got new music coming out. You've had some incredible songs already be released. I've seen a few of your performances as well. You're very engaging, very charismatic. Uh, people love screaming your name as well. Uh, it's quite fun to watch. So you've got new music. You've taken a little bit of time, I think, to like perfect it. And I can even hear the progression from the first song that you released to you know, every single song that you've released post that, I feel like you've gotten better vocally as well as production, everything-wise. So tell me about the new song that's coming out. Uh, do you feel like that also ref reflects like the progression in your music? Definitely. I think it's, it's like you say, it's all been a process. And when we look back at the music that we've released, to this day, we, we don't have any regrets because we've grown and it's, it's been a constant like us trying to, the two of us putting in the hard work and that. No, you learn, yeah, yeah, you learn like a kind of bottom-up approach where we, we've gone from starting out with YouTube and then we've kind of taught our way how to do this, how to get better at this, how to go from cringy lyrics to try and get more mature lyrics in a way. So. But at the same time also being open to, to getting more or getting help and getting external views and, and working with producers and sitting down and getting their inputs and all of that. So I must say super excited for this next song. It's we believe it's our best song yet and it's a song that we've had since February last year and it's, it's been in the works for a while yeah. and it's just been a, a patience game but the time has come where we believe it's, it's the right time to release it now. I don't want to ask too much about the song but could you give us like a little bit of a sneak peek what is the song about? What is the like 
the core, the crux of the song. So it's a typical love song. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love a love song. Love a love song. Um, and it's basically just about how anyone goes through that stage where, I mean, they, they're nervous in the beginning and then eventually they figure out, you know, that they're together, you're meant to be. It's, and Yeah, it's got, the, it's got the core message of you bump into someone, you okay. have the best time of your life with them. Instant chemistry. Exactly, yeah. instant chemistry. Mm -hmm. And the next day you just realise, you have flashbacks in your mind and, and you realise that you believe that they are the person they're meant to be. I mean, so. you're chatting to your friends, you got yeah. the, the person stuck in your head and it's just, yeah. Can't they get they kind of take over every waking moment. Exactly. So, so I have to ask the question, I wouldn't be a good interviewer if I didn't. Uh, has this happened to either of you? I knew that was going to come. I knew that was going to come. Has it happened to either of you? Um, yeah, I mean, definitely. We'd, okay, be, we'd, okay. we'd be lying if we said it okay. didn't happen to us. It, it always helps thinking of a specific person when we write our music. And, yeah. Um, I guess well, it's, it's definitely happened to me, but whether something carried you, whether it's stuck, it's, is a different it's stuck. thing. It, it's this stuck. is a, listen, listen, listen. The song is about a moment. It's about uh, that feeling. It does, it's not talking about long-term relationships and marriage. Yeah, we're talking about something very different. Yes, so yes. you can experience that that yeah. moment, but it can be fleeting. I think it's also something beautiful about humans and our relationships with each other. Sometimes somebody's in your life for a, a page or two pages or a chapter. They don't necessarily have to be there for the whole book. Doesn't negate how much you felt about the person though it doesn't exactly. change the depth and no. the butterflies and the like no. little yeah. excitement at the beginning and, and I think that's our mm. well my specific vision when I came up with the song when we both came up with the song that's that's how I perceive how I want it yeah. to be when I meet that special person. well the one the one line <laughs> is I'm too scared to take it too far because I don't want this feeling to end and that's <sighs> just like for me that summarizes yeah, in the relationship moments, like when you moments, yeah. beginning yeah. moments or even like once you're in a serious relationship mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's yeah where can we find it? How can we pre-save it? So you can find it by hitting the link in our bio on either our TikTok, social media, our Instagram platform, or yeah, most of our platforms will have the link in the bio and basically click on that link and then it'll take you to our, our bio and then yeah, Feel free to use it. the sound on TikTok, I love Instagram, wherever you want, yeah. So it's just, just at Saxbeatwins? Yes, Saxbeatwins okay. yeah. platforms. Yay! Yeah. Catch up on some of the best moments from 5 Mid-Mornings by going to 5FM's catch-up page on the 5FM app or 5FM.co.za.